Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of So Talk to Me. Hi. Hey. Thanks for welcoming me. Welcome to our table. Hello. Our dining room. Yes, thanks. For episode 79 of this podcast. That For real? I've said the name of. For real. It's 79? 79. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. We say this every week. It's crazy. It is. It awesome. is, though, because... Yeah, I just I honestly just can't believe that we've kept this going for so long. Mhm. It's it's not every day that you make 79 episodes of a podcast. I know. So, it's something to celebrate. It's it's only every 79 weeks, I guess. If if it's that, a weekly podcast and if you stick with it, which is what's so amazing <laughs> that we actually did that. Yeah. And are continuing yes, to do it. It's sort of a small miracle, mm-hmm. you know? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, yeah. It definitely has meant less TV time for us, though. It has. Do you remember before we had kids and, like, every night was TV night? Yes. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, on weekends, I would just totally binge. <laughs> Whatever. I don't I don't even remember what I would watch back then. Probably just the same shows over and over and over again, <laughs> which is what I've always done. Lots of scrubs. Scrubs, The Office, and Parks and Rec, yeah. pretty much. It's just like over and over and over. You watched through How I Met Your Mother? Yes. That Did I I can't remember if I watched that before or after we had kids. Because there are certain shows that I no, have it was binged before. Had to have been before. After I've had a baby. Hmm. Like what? Like I, I did binge How I Met Your Mother after I had a baby. I can't remember if it was Ollie or Josie Wait, though. Did you watch through it again? I've watched through it twice. Oh wow. Well, I'm out of the loop. I thought you only <laughs> did it once. No. Dang. Um. And both times I was disappointed, so I don't know why I did it <laughs> another time. Um. But yeah, and that obviously. Scrubs, yeah, but that's just that's just a thing I do. That's not because I'm, you know, I got this newborn baby and I can't move. Thing, so yeah, that's true. Two birds with one stone. A thing, but that you I do. haven't watched it yet this year. What? I don't remember if I even watched it last year. I mean, it's only March, so it's true. You got time, hmm. right? I don't really have time. That was the thing. <laughs> That's probably why I haven't watched through it again. Yeah, that's true. Well, you've been watching TV recently. You've been watching your singing shows. Yeah, when I, that's true. Yeah. What is it? The Voice and American Idol, and are those only two? Yes. Okay. It's funny. I like watching singing com- competitions, um, but it's weird. I find myself. Mostly wanting to just be a judge. <laughs> you um, just want to judge people. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like I think being in a singing competition would be really fun, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't care to have like a record deal or, you know, sell my soul to some company. Or Satan. Right. So yeah, like, I don't know. If, if there was some competition that, you know, I could do on my own time and 
didn't have to sell my soul to anything. Mm -hmm. I'd be down for it, man. Yeah. But those don't exist. So. No. No. But yeah. If you want to be on TV, they got to own you. Pretty much. So. Not down for that. No. No thanks. And that's why they all look so happy. Because <laughs> you have to look happy or you'll be thrown to the wolves. Yeah. There was this. There's this one show on Netflix that is labeled as a singing competition, but it's really not. Like I started to watch, it's called West Side. And I started to watch it. Is it a story? No. Um, And I I got a couple episodes in and I'm like, I I can't watch this anymore. I Mm. can't. It's unnecessarily dramatic. (laughs) um it's sort of like like glee no 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 it's like a real world dun 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 singing competition thing but it's not a competition like it's weird they're not they're not in competition with each other they're just like this group of musicians trying to help each other make it sort of Okay. They're not necessarily competing against each other, so I don't know why it was labeled as like a singing competition in this website that I saw it on. But um yeah, they're just there's just a bunch of people that need Jesus basically. And yeah. I'm just watching this going like do you know any other word other than the F word? Or like Oh, that kind of dramatic. You, and yeah, gotcha. it's just and just people like you know, whining and crying because they haven't been a superstar yet, basically. Gotcha. Just like, get over yourself. <laughs> Go get a job. But I'm so talented. Stop whining. Everyone should love me and pay me all the dollars. Yeah, it's really annoying. Like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. So sp- speaking of superstars, do you remember the WB Superstar USA? I never watched that. <laughs> Was that like before American Idol? No, or was it was, that after? It was after because okay. it was it was satirical. Okay, I know I heard about it, but I never actually watched okay. it. Yeah, we it didn't was... really watch the WB in my house. Oh, gotcha. See, that's mostly what we watched. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> they yeah, this was like one of the first like parody type TV because now I mean there's like six different. American Idol type shows oh, where yeah. you have famous judges judging people who do amazing things. You right. Know? Um, but this was, yeah, this was like right after American, like American Idol got big. So then I guess some, okay. So the thing is, I think the premise is flipping hilarious. Like, I just think this is, I, I thought the show was so funny. The problem is that it's actual people and, um, Did they not know it was a joke? No. Oh, no. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah. So the way that this show works. Dang, that's like office level uncomfortable right Right. there. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I didn't watch very many episodes. Okay. Sorry. I need to back up so I can explain this. If you haven't heard of the WB Superstar USA, it was the same format as American Idol. So you got a bunch of people um, who thought they could sing and they would go before these judges and they would sing. 
and they would only advance the worst singers. Oh my god. But they told them that they were amazing and that their performances were amazing. Okay, that's I don't like that. See, that's that's the thing is like in theory, oh, that's hilarious, but then it's like, oh, those oh, are actual people and, and you're lying to them. And they're being humiliated yeah. on TV. It lasted 7 episodes. So it was not. And then someone sued them. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't. No, I'm sure you have to sell your soul in order to be on the TV yeah, show. You know, probably. like, um, I I doubt that you could do that. But uh, it was really funny because. Well, the thing was, okay. So you're talking about how dramatic these people are in the show that you were watching. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of the really funny thing about this show too, is because these people who could not sing at all, who were just terrible. Um, would talk smack. And that I think that was the funniest thing is they were talking about how good they were oh. and how, you know, they were finally kind of getting their big break and uh, they were terrible. So WB Superstar USA, I doubt that you, there's any way to watch any of it anymore. Although I say that, I'm sure it's on like YouTube or something like Probably. that. But um, I don't know if I could say that I'd recommend it. <laughs> Because it's oh, it's laughing at other people's that expense. That would make me so which, uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think I could do it. That would just make me sad. Yeah. Yeah. But. Maybe I should cut this whole portion out of the episode. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't even have mm. talked about it. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> That's just what I think. I mean, and it is funny because now, yeah, there's so many shows that do kind of the same thing. I mean, the same thing as American Idol. But um, it just reminds me of that show and how funny it was yeah sorry i would just like to be a judge i think it'd be fun (laughs) well because like i'm i'm watching these people sing or you know doing their auditions or whatever and i'll have like little critiques in my head like oh you should Mm. do this or do that and then like a judge will point those exact things out that i'm like (laughs) thinking in my head and i'm like i can do their job (laughs) (laughs) oh no baby what is you doing (laughs) Mm. anyways yeah. enough about singing competition yeah yeah how did we even start down this road i don't, I don't know. know um so tv talking guys. about tv yeah yeah no we haven't we haven't watched any tv so this week i finished up my class i think i talked about this last week but um i'm kind of i take eight week courses at a time so it's basically like double time at for, moody yeah um so this week was kind of, it's funny. I was talking to my younger sister and she was, she was uh, asking me about how spring break was. And I was like, well, I don't really get a spring. I mean, you know, like I submitted my final paper on Monday and then I'm going to get all my coursework for my next class on Friday. So it's like, I, you I, sort of have a few days. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. There's definitely like less pressure to do anything i mean because i literally can't i don't know what you know i have coming up until tomorrow until after this episode drops (laughs) um but it is so it's been it's been nice to have the past few days off and and Mm -hmm. kind of like focus on other things um but it's not real i don't know like college spring break is usually a few weeks and and this has been like a few days um so you know it is what it is but it has been nice it has been nice for the for the time that's been off. Also, I kind of intentionally front loaded the semester, so I took a longer class first, so that I wouldn't burn out. So hopefully, I'll have a bit more time this next eight weeks. 
was going to say semester, but it's not semester. And then, uh, yeah. So. Um, Sounds good. I don't even know. Oh, because I was saying that we haven't watched any TV. Because um, we still need to finish The Umbrella Academy. We've yeah. already talked about this. But. Um, We've watched seven episodes. Yeah. And just and haven't gone back. Like, we haven't like watched any. Two since. weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's like we have three episodes left. We could power through this, yeah, but we but. just haven't had time. Or we've both been doing things in the evenings. And so that's our that's our time that we get to do that. So, yep. not really been the case. But yeah. Um, so, I have been off school for the past couple of days. What, what's been going on with you over the past week? Um, nothing much, boo, nothing much. Um, that was weird. You never do that. <laughs> Why are you acting all weird on the podcast? Come on. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, pretty much just same old, same old. Just momming it up. Yep. Just normal routine, pretty much. Cool. Yep. Sorry. Boring. <laughs> No, it's okay. No I news feel is like good brain, news, right? I, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not sick, so, you it's know, true. that's cool. Um, no, I, I, I got you. My my brain is a little fried, too, just from the day. But uh, it's been a good day. I just feel like all of my yeah. brain cells have oh, been, it's been used. A, it was a beautiful day today. Mm-hmm. Like, we went outside and enjoyed God's creation. and That's awesome. Was I was lovely. inside all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> It sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. It's South by Southwest. That's it is. something that's happening. And we haven't done downtown anything. Austin. It's true. We've not done anything. <laughs> um, because, I mean, I, I blame it on school. Because life. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, Two kids. Circumstances. You can't take them. Usually it's frowned upon to take your three-year-old and your two-year-old downtown drinking. So it's not happening. We did it once. <laughs> no, he was less than a year, and it wasn't just drinking. I I was making it sound inflammatory. South by Southwest is not just about drinking, but there are just a ton of awesome uh, like shows and things. So tons of free music, free food, and free drinks if you know where to go. So it's it's a good time, and you walk around downtown. It's a good time, but yep. Yeah, I was I was just making it sound worse than it than it is, you know. But it's not exactly Mardi Gras people. Anyways, that's Thank going on, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna try and do something this weekend. Hopefully, got yes. babysitter lined up. Hopefully, we'll the weather will be good. Yeah, it's supposed to cool down even more. I know, which is kind of crazy. Anyways, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, and we'll report back next week. Yeah. And let y'all know if we had any like celebrity sightings or something. Yeah, that's true. They do show up at that, don't they? It's a party that Rachel Ray puts on. And so we want to try and get it. Which, I mean, she is a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, she is. But, you know, Austin, Matthew McConaughey might come chill, right? Oh, I've. I don't know. Anyways. Elijah Wood. Never mind. (laughs) I don't know. Bill Murray likes to show up places. I don't understand I'm the reference, kidding. but okay. Oh, he just, anyways, yeah. <laughs> he just shows, he literally just shows up places. Okay. Don't we all? Well, no, never mind. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Wherever you find yourself, there you are. Ancient <laughs> so Chinese <deep>. secret, huh? <laughs> Not really. 
<laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. All joking aside. What are we talking about tonight? Oh, so, so talk to me. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. That's what I'm supposed to say. Well, I have been talking to you. So. I know, but let's get Listen into like me. the meat okay. portion of meat. our. Well, I don't know that there's episode. much meat here, but we'll we'll see what we can scrape off the bones. The Lord's word is meat, Joshua. Well, yeah, but if we don't have anything to say about it, there's not really much there. That's all. For the sake of the podcast, I could just tell people to go read their Bibles. Anyways. <laughs> Let's get into okay. the topic at hand. Yeah, so um, it, this is actually spurred on by one of my classes. You know, the one that I just finished up? Yeah, that one that I was just talking about. Um, so we had an assignment to kind of like exegete a passage, basically. And it has it has stuck with me, I'll say. And and then so on Sunday, our pastor, one of our executive pastors, another pastor on staff, um, preached on a passage in Second Peter that I felt like really kind of coincided. You know, it's funny how Scripture all um, agrees with itself. You know, First Peter chapter two. First Peter, yes, that's that's what it is. First I was Peter like, two, Second not Peter. Second Peter. <laughs> You're right. When did we skip into Second? the two? Was on the other side of Peter, yeah. <laughs> not on that side. Um, I'm Japanese. I read right to left. Uh, so in first Peter chapter two, anyways, yeah, it just had some parallel concepts. And I think, um, just the implications of this passage, uh, are, are kind of what's, what's really interesting to me. So I just thought we'd talk about it and, and see what we have to say about it. So, um, the passage is in second Corinthians. No, I'm just kidding. It's first Corinthians, ninth Corinthians one, um, (laughs) First Corinthians nine, um, the the verses. I'm gonna, just going to read uh, verses nineteen through twenty three, and this is out of the English Standard Version. I'm going to follow along in the NASB. Okay, we'll see how different they are. <laughs> generally, pretty similar. Um, okay, this is Paul talking. He says, "For though I am free of all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them." To the Jews, I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people that by all I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. Hmm. All right. So what does that mean? What the heck is Paul talking about? Um, to me, it sounds like he's just saying that he does his best to relate to everyone on their level mm-hmm. in order for them to understand the gospel where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. Um, I think it also has to do, so this passage reminded me of Paul's terminology here towards the end, or at least in verse 22, when he says to the weak, I became weak. That reminded me of Paul's discussion about the conscience, 
and how there are those, I, I say conscience, I mean, he talks about it in terms of faith, but how there are some that are weak in faith and strong in faith. And, mm-hmm. and that has to do with, um, like I said, kind of the conscience and like viewing certain cultural practices as sinful or not. So I think I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Paul talks about um, eating meat sacrificed to idols mm-hmm. and um, and certain like Jewish customs. And that's what he talks about here too. To the Jews, I became as a Jew in order to win Jews and those under the law. I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. Yeah, I found those part those two parts really interesting because, I mean, wouldn't the the Jews and those who are under the law be the same. Yeah, those are pretty similar. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Um, I mean, I, I think that the, now I, I, I'm just kind of speculating here. I would think that the Jews that it's talking about, um, he, they had their own set of practices as well. Like they, man, what is it called? I don't remember, but kind of like the, um, where they had their own traditions, ordinances. Right, right. That that were basically laws that were not necessarily like scriptural laws, but, but they were like, these are the practical applications. So like when, so for like Sabbath laws, they had another set of laws that were like, okay, this is what work is and this is what work isn't. And so Mm -hmm. if you partake in this, that's what, the Bible mean the, what the scriptures mean when they say work. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. And I can't remember what that group of, of teachings are called and I feel stupid. Uh, yeah, but I, I can't remember. <laughs> so that, I, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. And, and also I think it has more to do with like the cultural practices. Um, because he does also say Jew in particular, mm-hmm. Jew is a term that, so like, you know, they were, they were known as, israelites or or it could have even been hebrews well right you it, it if you were a jew that's like an ethnicity well right i mean so were israelites right but generally so so israelites were identified by israel mm-hmm. um and basically they became jews once they were um once they were captured by by um I guess it was I guess it was the Babylonians if I remember correctly there was the Babylonian exile and then there was the Assyrian exile mm-hmm. as well. So um after after the Jews basically after the fall of the the Israelite kingdom, you know, after David's sons they, they split into north uh, into Judah and Israel mm-hmm. and then they kind of got exiled from there and never went back to the promised land they were known as jews so basically when you think when you see that term you can think of it like it's after that period of time after the jews had scattered and they were no longer like attempting to populate the land of canaan Mm -hmm. um any longer so um so so it is interesting that he specifically says jew as well um so i all that to say, I don't know exactly what the difference between Jew and someone under the law would be, um, but I do think the distinctions that Paul makes are there specifically. So he says that... Uh, like to- may- I'm sorry, just thinking out loud, maybe it was... Maybe as a Jew... So I'm thinking like maybe a difference could be between the two that 
there may have been some within Judaism that were that believed in Christ, but um, were just really struggling with the whole works and Christ alone thing. And mm-hmm. then there were those who were still believing that they were completely under the law. Maybe, maybe there were like two separate groups. Maybe, but now that you bring that up, it, it, he might actually be talking about the differences between Jews and Gentiles. He might even just be saying like to those under the law, like Gentiles who were attempting to follow Jewish laws. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, maybe. That could be the difference as well. I'm not exactly sure. But he does talk about, so so to those under the law, he became as one under the law, though not being under the law himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important because he specifies that he's not talking about issues of sin right? through this entire passage. When he's talking about attempting to share the gospel, um, he, he's not willing to engage in sinful actions in order to um, appeal to right. n- non-believers, right? So like maybe practicing some traditions, but not in like a legalistic way. Right, or, or practicing traditions and cultural practices um so that others would would see you in a certain light so that they'd know that you're normal if that makes sense right to that certain right. culture um yeah but it's like when, a yes i do these things but it's not what's saving me right yeah yeah and and it seems to me like it's not even He's not even making that big of a deal that he does those things. His main point is that he's sharing the gospel. Right. Is that he's he he wants to win people. I mean, that's that's the the term that he says uh, that I might win those under the law. Right. So um, I think it has to do with, like you said, relating to people, and it has to do with um, really his main purpose is the Great Commission, right? What Jesus said to go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And uh, so these are not issues of sin. These are cultural practices. And it, it's it's just made me think um, what issues of preference do I have? Do we have as a church, um, as like a universal church, that we are often unwilling to give up Mm. for the sake of appealing to those who are outside of the church. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think we have, I think there's a big temptation within the church to make everything a quote unquote gospel issue, Mm -hmm. right? To, to kind of stretch the definition of sin to kind of look under every rock for a sin, if that makes sense. Right. Um, to say now I will, I fully admit that I'm super biased in this issue. Okay. But I'm just going to bring it up because it comes to mind. Things like tattoos and body piercings and things like that. Maybe those aren't a big deal now, but you know, 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. um, you wouldn't be able, not that you wouldn't be able to, but there are certain assumptions that we make as Christians about people Mm -hmm. who, who partake in things like that, where I mean, are they, 
you can say you can say that there may be an underlying issue of vanity, right? And you may be right, okay? But are these cultural practices sin in and of themselves? And are they something that ought to prevent you from reaching out to someone for the sake of, again, Paul's words, winning them right? for the sake of the gospel? And should you let it cause you to sin by slandering them in your head? Yeah, yeah. By, by judging them based on, not on scripture standards, but on your own standards that right. you're imposing. Um, so I, I think, and I think it's easy to get caught up even on Paul's example, but he uses so many examples. So he talks about Jews. He talks about those under the law. He mm-hmm. talks about those who are outside of the law. He talks about the weak. So people who are offended by everything. He talks about, um, he says that he's become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. And then I, I think, it's so good, that the, the final verse, at least of this chunk that we've read, verse 23, is kind of the, tr- the crux of what he's getting at. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. Like the point is not that, hey guys, look at me, I can, you know, I don't know. I'll circumcise Timothy. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do these other things. I'll act outside of the law and among these. Like the point is not, look, you can do all these things or look at the freedom that we have to do these things. The point is I do it for the gospel. I do it to share in, to proclaim the gospel mm-hmm. to other people. And I think that like, as I was kind of just looking at it and studying it, that is, is well, it's convicting on the one hand, but it's also kind of a paradigm shift um, in that he is so focused on his purpose, mm-hmm. on, again, what I talked about earlier, the Great Commission, what Jesus had said to go out and make disciples of all nations. And, and I think what the, this chunk of scripture is saying is that he is so focused on that that these issues of preference don't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So I think of I think of other things like what other preferences do I hold? Okay, I what you know some of the things that we talk about on this podcast. I lean libertarian, mm-hmm. right? I prefer libertarianism to something like socialism. <laughs> okay, but am I willing to let that? Go by the wayside. Am I willing to put aside my preference for the sake of sharing the gospel? Now, that doesn't mean that I, uh, you know, that I embrace socialism. I embrace someone else's preference, but it does mean that I I think it has to do with priorities. It does mean that I don't bash people over the head with my libertarianism. Right. And you're not letting it be a stumbling block. Exactly. Exactly. I think it also has to do with how we interact and you know, forgive me if I'm I'm pushing some buttons here. I think a lot of the times it has to do with how we interact on social media in a public yes. forum. Are we being offensive mm-hmm. for things that we legitimately believe? Like uh and and this is kind of where the crossover with this past Sunday and the, and the scriptures from first Peter came into my mind is that how are we um how are we portraying what is important to us 
are we saying are we talking about our preferences in an aggressive offensive way mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you can't be aggressive when you're when you're talking about certain things but are we presenting again issues of preference in such a way that we are uh, demeaning people who don't hold to our preference you know what i mean um i i think you know we talked about this even at our small group when we were talking about sunday's message and and we kind of stumbled into politics as well and how people uh, talk about politics nowadays and how um how th- th- there's like two sides mm-hmm. and they lob bombs at each other right you know and and it's all about yeah demeaning the other person it's all about how stupid the other side is and ridiculous they are and how evil they are and you know said in a different way it's it we kind of just have to recognize that who we're talking to are people and that we publicly when we get on social media um we are publicly proclaiming something often about an actual person um right it's it's okay to attack an idea yeah but not a person right right and even when we present our ideas i mean again i think what paul is talking about here is that he does he's willing to forgo his preferences Mm -hmm. for the sake of the gospel that is the reason he was put on this earth was to share the gospel was to proclaim the gospel and he's willing to do that by any means necessary, by giving up any preference he has. If he if he wants to hold strictly to the law, if he's among people who hold strictly to the law, he's going to do it. You know, if I'm a, around a bunch of vegetarians, I'm not going to talk about how much I love meat <laughs> because I do. Um, and that would be super difficult to even go a day without meat. So, <laughs> um, but but even like, preferences like that that people hold to dearly um being willing to to enter into those preferences those cultural customs mm-hmm. in order to share the gospel in order to yeah. to put the priority on interacting with people and say sharing with them what God has done well it gives you it gives you a platform in the sense that the person you're trying to minister to trusts you more. Yeah. Yeah. It makes them more comfortable because you obviously care about something that they care about. Right. Or you you at least care enough about them to to partake in what they really care about. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To put aside what you, uh, no matter how dearly you hold it to you, issues that aren't sin are worth giving up. Right. For the sake of, of winning people to the gospel. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's really any more that I want to say, um, but that's kind of just, it, it's just really stuck out to me um, in reading this passage again. Because, I mean, I've read it. Jeez. So tons of times before, you know, the, the whole idea of becoming all things to all people. Um, I don't know, but, but looking at it again, 
I think my focus has shifted in the passage because you see Paul's passion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Again, the, the last verse, the verse 23 is what really gets me. He's like, none of these things matter. I do it for the sake of the gospel. Well, right. Like he, he made sure that you knew that the gospel is the vocal point of all of this. Exactly. Like, it's not a, I'm going to make myself look this way to be appealing Mm -hmm. to people. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully, you know, they'll want to hear the gospel or something. It's no, 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 no. It's a, he starts with the gospel first. Like, this is why I want to do this. Like these people need the gospel. I want them to be saved. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just going to make myself seem appealing. Like I'm going to show people that I care about them. Yeah. Because (laughs) I want them to know the gospel. Like I, 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 yeah, (laughs) genuinely care about them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Cause I think, yeah, I think that's the danger of kind of that, the danger of this verse, if that makes any sense, of twisting scripture is really what it is. Is to become a seeker-friendly church. Exa- yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Hey, yep. it's like we're married or something. <laughs> um, of forgetting the whole purpose, mm-hmm. of starting down that road of becoming all things to all people, but then stopping and becoming all things for this, becoming all things to all people for the sake of becoming all things. Right. Instead of for the sake of leading them to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not just to, oh gosh, I'm, I'm trying to think even how to say it. I was like, we're not to love people into the church, um, th- but that sounds weird. I, 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 Certainly, we do need to reach out in love, hmm. but for the sake of the gospel. Right. And, and not that every interaction needs to be a gospel presentation, but that I think if your overall purpose is to share the gospel, you'll find opportunity. Oh, well, God will give you opportunities. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the, <laughs> I don't know who originally said this, um, but it's so true. You know, what you win them with is what you win them to. And so if you're just, yeah, if you're just becoming all things to all people, um, just so they'll like your church and mm-hmm. come to your church, then all you're doing is winning them to whatever entertainment you're giving them. Mm-hmm. You're not winning them to the gospel. Like if you're for a church, the appealing thing would be showing people that you care about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's ultimately what really matters to people. Mm-hmm. It's just complete vanity to be like, well, we need to have these bells and whistles so that people will come through our door. No, it's we need to show people we care about them by going out and meeting them where they are mm-hmm. and bringing them in. Not being like, hey, we have this we have this celebrity coming this Sunday, so you should come to our church. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what Paul is talking about. Mm-hmm. He's talking about 
going out and meeting people where they are, loving them where they are, and drawing them in through that love to share the gospel with them. Yeah. 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 And I think I think I have a little bit more sympathy, <laughs> if that makes any sense, for for the church that leans more towards attempting to draw people in. Um but I think like I said earlier, is that the problem is when you in the in the act of seeking people out, you lose your purpose. Um, that it no longer becomes about the gospel. It becomes about you water everything down. You go so far in attempting to appeal to people that you take out the offensive parts of scripture. Right. You take out the truth. Yeah. 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 You lose the whole reason that you're attempting to reach out, that you ought to be attempting to reach out in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I do think, yeah, I'm a little bit more sympathetic in that. Um, I I do think generally it starts from a place of how can we reach the community. Mm-hmm. The problem is that it's, it's so a slippery quickly. Slope. Yeah, yeah, it can so quickly just become how can we have a good feeling? <laughs> yeah, right. That oh my gosh. Well, we talked about the role how can of the I Holy give these Spirit. people an an experience so that right. they want to come back? Mm-hmm. A po- positive, encouraging hour away from home on yep. Sunday morning. Reason for you to get up in the morning. You know, we've got good coffee and you'll feel good and your teeth will be whiter <laughs> when you leave. <laughs> and you might win an iPad and oh my word. Uh, you'll get some friends and maybe you'll find someone that you can start dating and you know i'm sorry i'm sorry not that we've talked about this <laughs> we do believe that you should integrate the church into your life into your family because i mean if you're a christian the church is your family right exactly um so there are certainly benefits to being in a church um so i don't mean to just totally demean all those things um, I mean, we found each other at church. But yeah. That's how our friendship grew. So I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't want anyone <laughs> to extrapolate from what I'm saying. You shouldn't be going to church just to find a husband or a wife. Right, right. You should be going because yeah. you want to worship God and serve your church family. Yeah. Yeah. Serve the body. So. Exactly. Man, oh, man. Well, you got any more thoughts on this uh, <laughs> chunk of scripture here? On becoming no. all things to all people, on on sharing the gospel, it just like I said, it's been convicting for me. Um, just kind of thinking, man, like just Paul had such a um, laser focus on what his purpose was, and it's not like we're not told <laughs> the same things. Again, great commission: go make disciples. Um, so yeah, it's been convicting to think of like my interactions. Um, where is my focus? Like, where do I? Why? Why am I not as focused as Paul was? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there are different circumstances, certainly, but um, at the same time, like, where have I made my preferences a stumbling block mm-hmm. for people? You know what I mean? And, you know, I brought it up earlier, but social media, I think, can be very dangerous because it's so public. Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, if, if anyone listening to this knows me, I, um, have not been posting on social media as much lately. One, because I'm just busier. <laughs> um, but two, because often a lot of the things that, that I feel convicted about that are preference issues, um, I kind of like force myself to sit and think about how people could take it wrongly <laughs> before posting. And so most of the time I just don't, <laughs> I just don't at all. Um, because I don't want it to be a stumbling block, especially in a world where things are so polarized. Mm. Um, because the gospel is so much more important. Anyways, I think I'm done. All right. I think I'm done for the second time All right. tonight. Um, yeah. So I hope this has been encouraging. Um, we would definitely encourage you. You know, I, I, I hope it's been positive, positive. and encouraging. Encouraging. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I was referencing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Well, I'm not even going to go into that story. So <laughs> never mind. Um, Before we get on a rant. Right. Right. <laughs> we, could, we could go. Well, just the whole christian music Anyways. industry in general <laughs> yeah um i was gonna say something and i totally forgot what it was so it's just gone you're gonna reco something about frogs um i was gonna do that later oh but sorry <laughs> before we go there oh i was just gonna say um it's funny like we read a chunk of scripture here um generally and even when i when i started um the you know the the class not class, the the assignment, that's okay. the word that I was looking for in class um, on, you know, just kind of what the what the scripture says. I read through the entire chapter, mm-hmm. you know, because you want to get context. context yeah. We sort of pulled this out of con- in that we we didn't even talk about, you know, like what Paul was kind of talking about throughout the book and who he was addressing and things like that. Like we didn't even get into issues of context is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So um, there's certainly a lot more there. We would always encourage you to dig into scripture for yourself um, and and see what what God is saying in his scripture. So um, if you think we totally messed up what the scripture is saying, feel free to reach out to us on social media. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, we do have a Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me. Um, we've got our Facebook group. The So Talk To Me podcast. The, the it's a is page. not in there. Yeah. The page. I'm sorry. It's not a group. It's a page. Yeah. So Talk To Me podcast. Got an Instagram at So Talk To Me podcast. You can message us through the page. You can message us through the page. You can also email us. So Talk To Me podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. I'm not okay. going <laughs> to. That love, spiel is done. <laughs> that spiel is done. <laughs> Um, do you have anything that you, uh, might want to recommend that you've been into um, lately? Uh, well, just speaking of social media, I recommend, um, limiting your time. Hey. Because it is incredibly beneficial. So <laughs> there's, there's actually a little thing, um, uh, well on Facebook specifically, you can go into your settings and set, um, like an allotted time for yourself. Really? Yep. Wow. That so seems counterintuitive. I know, right? So like you go in, you can set a time for just like daily, how much time you want to spend on it daily or mm-hmm. 
how how much you want to limit yourself. Um, and for mine, I put an hour. Okay. So once I've spent an hour on Facebook, a little thing will pop up and be like, you spent an hour, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. It won't nice. like shut your app off or anything like that. It's just like, hey, you've spent an hour on okay. Facebook. Okay, gotcha. Um, but so I've been doing that and Facebook is the main medium that I spend the most time on. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really on Twitter or Instagram that much. And so, yeah, I did that and it's been really good. It's just made nice. me a lot more conscious of how much time I do spend on it and mm-hmm. um, makes me sort of block it out throughout the day. So instead of just like scrolling, like mindlessly scrolling yeah. that I would normally mm-hmm. do, um, like, I no. just get like, if I have a notification, I just like, I see it and I'm like, okay, is that something that I'm actually interested in checking or not? And if it's something that I want to check, then I'll check it and then I'll just get right back off. So I only get on there to check things. Okay. Gotcha. And then I'll get off. I don't scroll anymore. Oh, dang. And that has lopped off a whole lot of time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um. And also it's just made me realize how spending that much time on social media has made, has changed my attitude about people just in general. Okay. Um, and yeah, I've just really come to realize that I was, I would just get angry easier. Yeah. And just be really ungracious and it's just made me self-reflect yeah and repent of some things (laughs) and uh yeah it's just been really good god's been teaching me a lot about myself since i've stopped spending so much time on it gotcha well that's awesome yeah i'm i'm glad that it's caused just some self-reflection. Yeah. I mean, that's always that's always a good thing. It's helped me to love other people more. So Yeah. That's awesome. Because okay. I'm actually spending more time like with people than just mindlessly scrolling on a social media app. Yeah. So Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey. There are persons. In my life. Nice. Yes. It's good. Awesome. Um, well, I have, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend some comedy. Oh, um, I've talked about this podcast before, so forgive me. This is my second time recommending it. There's a podcast entitled everything is alive. Okay. Oh yeah. I remember you mentioning this before. Yeah. It, so it is basically where, um, a guy interviews different inanimate objects, okay? And someone plays the part of this inanimate object. And it's played straight, but of course it's all just, I mean, it's it's all a gag um, because you can't talk to these inanimate objects. The latest episode is the, the interviewer interviews a pregnancy test. 
And it is one of the most hilarious things I have heard in a long time. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, and then she peed on you me. You <laughs> have to listen to it after we're done recording because it is so flippin' funny. Again, because it's played straight and like some of the things that are said are so ridiculous. Um, I was a little like guarded because I was like, oh, this sounds like it could be funny. But it also sounds like it could be, it could get raunchy, mm. you know, like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Um, but I, I want to see, yeah, and, and I'll just turn it off if it gets bad. Um, Have any of the others been raunchy? No. Okay. No, I mean, there's, no, it's, it's not been, I would not describe any of them as raunchy. Um there might there might have been some language in some of the others. I don't recall. Okay. Not a lot. Anyways. Um, but there's nothing there is because it's a pregnancy test, there is um some discussion of reproduction in general mm-hmm. and specifically in animals. In a in a animal. Like he actually in the middle of this interview, he calls up someone um who was attempting to um, get a, it's a whooping crane. That's what it is. They were endangered. And so he was trying to get the whooping cranes to mate. Okay. So it does not get, um, it's not inappropriate. Like that is the context in which like they are endangered and he's attempting to try and get them to mate. Um, And so it gets. In this conversation with a pregnancy test? No. So it's kind of like a side conversation in the middle of this interview, oh, if that okay. makes sense. It's related. You'll have to listen to okay. it to get to get the context. All, all I'm saying is that, I mean, like, you might not want to listen to it around, you know, a seven-year-old is what I'm saying. Because it does Interesting talk about... Interesting number to choose. <laughs> I, I'm thinking a, a number in which someone is cognitively like understanding of what people are saying but may not quite know okay it's <laughs> just a really random number reproduce um so oh. anyways um <laughs> like like there are episodes of Rhett and link that have been more inappropriate i would say that nothing in the episode is inappropriate but you may just want to listen through it first uh, but again it's all played straight so it's not it's not like trying to be it's not trying to shock you or anything like that um Anyways, I feel like I've talked about it mo- longer than the actual episode is. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes. Um, so I highly recommend listening to it. You, you will um, understand my sense of humor because it's it's kind of dry, but it's also kind of <laughs> ridiculous. And oh my goodness, I was driving while I was listening to it and I was just cracking up on my scooter as I was driving to work. So um, everything is alive. Interview with Emmy, the pregnancy test. <laughs> Emmy? I, I I don't think they even say that. It just said that in the title when I looked at it earlier. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Got any uh, anything else for the wonderful hey, listeners who stuck around? Hey, the first thing that around? popped up when I typed it into the search engine. Nice. Well, I just typed everything. It's like everything is alive. I guess it's a popular one. Boom. I think it's put on by NPR. It's like a spinoff of NPR. Something like that, if I recall. All right. We're good then, I think. Okay. Nothing else? Nope. All right. Well, until we uh, reconvene for episode 80, thank you for joining us. 
Now you go be all things to all people and talk to your spouse. There you go. Talk to other people for the sake of the gospel. Go talking to people for the sake of the gospel. Oof. This feels so cheesy. I'm so tired, you guys. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, Good night. bye.